In today's gospel, we have a scene of the disciples, fishermen by trade, in a boat without Jesus. And the wind kicks up, and the waves are battering the boat, which was far from land. And then the disciples see Jesus on the sea, walking towards them. And they are terrified. They think it's a ghost. But Jesus tells them to take heart. It is he who is with them. He tells them, do not be afraid. Now Peter might be somewhat skeptical but wanting to believe. And he tests Jesus saying, if it is you, tell me to come to you on the water. So Jesus says, come. At first it's working. Peter is walking on the water towards Jesus. However, when he becomes distracted and takes his eyes off Jesus, when he starts noticing the wind in the water, he begins to sink. So Jesus saves Peter, and they return to the boat, and the water and the wind die down, and calm is restored. Who can calm the seas and tame the wind? In the first creation narrative in Genesis, God breathed God's spirit over the waters and brought order out of chaos. So it seems pretty clear what Matthew is saying about Jesus here. In Jesus, we have the Son of God. We have direct access to the Creator. We have Emmanuel. God is with us. This is the one who can bring calm, order, out of chaos. This is the one who desires a relationship with humankind, who reaches out and saves us from drowning in the waters. But the Son of God also calls us into the water, the rough waters and the strong wind. And we are called into the chaos for the sake of others. Jesus says, come. Now, today, we're going to do some baptisms, and in our liturgy, we're going to make many promises. The parents and the godparents promise on behalf of the candidates to reject the forces of evil and all things that separate us from God, to reject this chaos, and they are going to promise to turn to Jesus Christ and accept him as their Savior. In short, they're going to help own the faith for those who will be baptized until the baptized are ready to own the faith themselves. And we have a part two, because we promise to help the baptized in this endeavor. And then we're going to renew our baptismal covenant with God. And in this covenant, we're going to promise several things. We're going to promise to uphold the teaching of the apostles. We're going to promise to resist evil and when we sin, not if we sin, if when we sin, return to the Lord. We're going to promise to proclaim the good news of God and Christ. We're going to promise to seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving our neighbors as ourselves. 
And we're going to promise to strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being. These are some strong promises. And sometimes these are hard promises to keep. How can we deliver on them? We have enough going on in our own lives. We have our own storms, our own chaos. We carry our own baggage, our own problems, and are often we feel incapable of affecting change. We feel helpless when it comes to being a presence for others in the moments of their own chaos. And so we want to stay in our boats. But Jesus says, come. Come into the water. Come into the chaos. And if we enter these waters, we might experience God, who brings calm and even joy in the most unlikely of places and moments. Now, two weeks ago, I went with 19 teenagers and several chaperones from All Saints on a mission trip here in Atlanta. And we were called to serve in our city and honor our baptismal covenant in many ways. Going into it, we brought all of our own personal chaos along. There was a lot of uncertainty. Many of us in our own group did not know one another, and there were over 40 other teenagers there from two other church groups. And so there was a lot of unknown variables amongst ourselves. Uh, where we were staying uh, was, it was an old building. Um, let's just say, you can imagine an indoor campground, only, you know, instead of camping where you have the beauty and the fresh air, we had none of that. And, uh, and we were in this building without a lot of AC, and we were just uncomfortable. We were out of our element, out of our comfort zone. And now imagine, to this unease that we have, imagine whatever personal issues we brought along with us on this trip. We all have them, teenagers and adults alike, whether we admit them or not. Then add in the surroundings we saw each day. Urban decay, concrete crumbling, paint chipping, weeds choking buildings, shattered glass, vacant lots, empty storefronts. Now add human beings who have been ignored by most of society, people who are hungry, often homeless and desperate. And let's not forget the working poor who work as hard as anyone else, yet are unable to make ends meet. It was quite a combination. Our personal problems, our uncertainty, and to see the problems that we see in our city. I would say we were reluctant at first to get out of the boat on this mission trip. But Jesus said, come. And so we went. And then the most remarkable things began to happen at all of our ministry sites. We experienced so many blessings in so many ways. I cannot share them all with you today, but I will share with you the amazing experience we had at a place called Set Free. Set Free serves homeless families with temporary housing, meals, counseling, medical assistance, clothing, and job skills. 
And they also run a summer day camp for children of the surrounding communities. And many of these children belong to broken homes. Many have a tough future ahead of them simply because they were born into a hard life. They belong to that cycle of poverty. And they are offered little hope from family members and have few positive role models. And the conditions at the camp were very sparse. The surrounding neighborhood showed signs of urban decay. Those who ran the camp did their best to provide a positive and Christian-based experience for the children. And they provided needed discipline to the children because they weren't receiving this proper discipline at home. But despite the efforts of the camp, the children there, they still craved love. And they still craved attention. And they still craved discipline. It seems like such a simple task to go and be present for these children. But I could see as we walked in the hesitation that some of us had. We carried in our anxieties and we were aware of all the difficulties that these ch children were facing. It was definitely a moment of departure from our boats into rough waters. But then we experienced some amazing things. The moment we crossed the threshold and walked in the door, these children started running up to us and hugging us, wrapping themselves around our necks and grabbing our legs and sitting in our laps. And the kids from All Saints, they opened up. And they spent the next two days running around with these children at Set Free, giving them shoulder rides and playing basketball, throwing the football, pushing them on the swings, and providing boundaries and discipline when necessary. And watching our All Saints youth group was like watching a huge family of older brothers and sisters with their young siblings. And the children of the camp would run up to them and hug them and thank them and ask them if they would come back tomorrow, saying, this is the best day ever. You're my best buddy. Please come back. It was so remarkable because we showed up to help and be a blessing to others, but we were the ones who were coming away feeling blessed with this deep sense of love and this deep sense of joy. Our group loved being there and watching this and participating in this. It was, it was a kingdom kind of moment. At night when we would gather and reflect on the day, you could see the joy on our team's faces when they were talking about their mission work and especially when they were talking about set free. They stepped out of the boat they got out of their comfort zones and left their hang-ups behind and walked out into the water and into the wind. And they tried to honor their baptismal vows and Christ was there reaching out, bringing calm and joy and peace to all of us. It was a reminder how great the church can be, how great living out our baptismal vows can be. And so today we welcome our candidates for baptism. Welcome to the body of Christ. Welcome to the church 
a flawed institution with flawed people where amazing things can happen. Welcome to a relationship with God for whom problems are neither too trivial nor too big. God will wash away your sins, restore you, and raise you up in the faith. And when you hear the call to enter the stormy waters, fear not. God in Christ is with you, calming the seas, taming the wind, and taking your hand. Welcome to the water.